0: Om namo naraya nay Om namo narayanaya Om namo naraya nay Om namo naraya nay Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Ooh.
1: saroj Nijamanu nij manu
0: mukur sudhari baranau raghu par jasu jodayak phal chari muntihin tanu janike sumiro pavan kumar bal buddhi vetya dehu mohi haru kalesh vichar Jai Hanuman Gyan Gun Saagar Jai Kabisa Lok Ujjagar Ram Duta Anjani Putra Pavan Sutanama, Nama Mahabhir Vikram Bajrangi Kumati Nivara Sumati Ke Sangi Kanjana barana biraj subesha Kanan kundala kunjita kesha Hatha baja odaja biraji Kande mujjane hu saji Sankara suvana kesari nandan Teja pratapu maha jagabandan Vidyavana goodiati chatur Ramaka jagari bake o atur Prabhucharitra suni bake o राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप दर्शयहिं दिखावा बिकट रूप धरे लंक जरावा भीम रूप
1: धरि असुर सहारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाय सजीवन लखन जी श्री रघुबीर हराशी ओर लाय रघुपति कीली बहुत बढ़ाई
0: तुम मम प्रिया बरताई सम्भाई सहस बदन
1: तुम रोज़ गावे Kantala Gavi, Sandaka, Deka Brahma, the Munisa, Nara, the Sara, the Sahita Ahisa, Jamku, Beer, Deka Palajahati, Kabiko, Vedka, Hisa, Kaka, Upakara, Sugriva, Hikina, Rama, Mela, Rajapatadina,
0: Tumro, Mantra, Bibishanamana, Lankesh, Varabaisa, Bajagajana, सहस्र जो जन पर बाणु लील्यो ताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मोन्द्री का मलि मुख माहि जलदि लांगि गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुक्रह तुमरे तेते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होतना
1: अज्या बिनु पैसारे सब सुक लहे तुमारी शर्ना तुम रक्षक काहु को डर्ना आपन तेज समारों आपे Tino Lok Haakate Kaaphe Bhut Pishach Nikat Nahi Aave Mahabheera Jab Naam Sunave Nase Rog Hare Sab Peera Japat Nirantar Hanumat Bheera Sankat Te Hanumana Chudave Vankram Bacan Dhyana Jolave Sappar Ram Tapas Viraja Tino Lok Haakate और मनोरत जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारों जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्टसेन दिनों ने दिखे दाता अस्बर दीन जान की माता रामरसायन तुमरी पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुमरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे अंतकाल रघुबर पुर जाई जहाँ जन्महारी भक्त कहाँई और देवता चित्त न धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बलबीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई खरपा करों गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाट करे कोई छोटा ही बंदी महासुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा होइ सेतुसा की गोरी सा तुलसी गांस सदा हरि चेरा
0: की जय नाथ हिदे महादेवा पवन तने संकट हरना मंगल मूरति
1: रूप राम लखन सीता सहित रतै वसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जै उमापति महादेव की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जै बुलो भाई सब
0: संतन की
1: Jai, Shri Anuman, Jai Shri Krishna, Jai Shri Ram. So, I have something very hilarious to share. So, before, because it has been going on in my mind, so I'll share that. Because this past week, it has been a lovely week with lots of saints around. So, they have a lot of things to tell. You could have read the Ramayana multiple times, but when you sit with them, you'll hear something new and you, I did so this is what happened. So who was there for the Ramayana session? And then after that, after the Sutikshna story, we have gone to Tejamaya ji session also and he also quoted Sutikshna, right? How many of you know Sutikshna? No? Okay. So Sutikshna was the disciple of Agastya Muni. Now he comes in Ramayan in around I think it is in Aranya Kand. Right In Aranyakand, when Ramji is roaming around looking for Sita Ji, and uh, Sutikshna Muni comes, Sutikshna is a great, great disciple. And all this while in Ramayan, it is written that he was not in Agastya Muni's ashram. And Agastya Muni had told him that bring back Ram, when you come back with Ram, I think we had done the story a while back also. When you come back with Ram, then come back to the ashram. Now there is an added story as to why he was asked to leave the ashram. It must be there in one of the other purans or one of the other grants. because you have to read very well. That is why they say, right? Hari anand, hari katha ananta. The Lord is infinite. So his stories cannot be finite. If you have it in mind, se. that is, a very mood, foolish way to approach a granth, because a granth is infinite. So even if you listen to it or read it hundred times, you'll come up with something totally new, or you'll listen to something totally new, and you'll say, "Acha, ye toh pata So it just so happened that Sutikshna ji was very, very jovial and mischievous and all, and he was a disciple of Agastya Muni, and. In the Vaishnav parampara and in many houses, you will see Shaligram, right? Now, what is Shaligram? Shaligram is Vishnuji himself, right? That is a story we did in the beginning of Ramayana where we found out the story of Shaligramji and Tulsiji also. Together, they are worshipped, right? So now, Shaligramji is said to be alive and it breathes. He lives. He is Vishnu Saksha. Now we cannot refute it anymore because we believe in science and science has proved you can google if you want and research that even the stones are alive. Stones Agreed? Are alive. Yes, stones are alive. right? Stones are not, they are inert. They are probably less mobile than we are. So we have different like we are mobile, the plants are less mobile but they are alive. Stones are even lesser but they are alive and science has proved it now. So so let's go back to Shaligramji. So our, the, our shastras always say that is alive. He breathes. He is Vishnu himself. So now, Sutikshna, what he used to do was, when Muni would go away for his prayers, Sutikshna was a lover of mangoes. So he would pick up the Shaligramji and he would throw Shaligramji on the mangoes and get the mangoes down and eat them. So, every day he would do it and before Agastya Muni would come back, he would put Shaligramji ji back. So, one fine day it so happened that while he was trying to get mangoes, Shaligramji ji got lost. You know, happens right when you're playing cricket, the ball gets lost. So, ab Shalegraam ji, he, he tried his best to find. He could not find You ji. So what he did, that was the season of Jamun. Shaligram ji looks like Jamun only. Na. <laughs> so he said, Koi baat he put the Jamun there. Now he put the Jamun there. Agastya Muni came back from his prayers, uh, the morning prayers, and he sat down. And when he started doing the puja, he realized that there is something wrong with Shaligram ji. was uh-huh. okay, intact. And then it started to you know rot and thoda sa deform. And Agustem when he touched it, he said, this is not Shaligram. Where is Shaligramji? So Tikshna idhara. So Tikshna ji came. He said, What happened? What is this? What happened to Shaligramji? And so, Sutikshna said, What happened to Shaligramji? This is Shaligramji. He's okay. He's fine. <laughs> He's getting deformed. This is not Shaligram. He said, What do you mean this is not Shaligram? This is very much Shaligram. Agastya Muni said, what do you mean? This is very much Shaligram. How can this happen to Shaligram ji? He said, how am I supposed to know? Every day you are after this Shaligram ji. You put water on him. You put chandan on him. You put this on him. You put milk on him. Poor Shaligram ji started melting. Is it my fault or yours? <laughs> so Agastya Muni said, Bas ho gaya. enough out of my ashram and you will enter only when you get Ram along with you. This story is not there in Tulsi Ramayana. Right. So, then he found Ramji. And later, again, when we look at the story and we relate it back to Ramji, as to how when he saw Ram, he was not stable. He was very elated and he was walking front, going back, dancing around, sitting. And then he finally sat down. Ki, how am I going to meet Ram? How am I going to see Ram? And then he said, I am going that way. Might as well, He Ramji asked him, where is Agasthi Muni's ashram later on? How, you know, Ramji came and Ramji, he could see Ramji through his heart because he had Ramji's picture in his heart. So, he did not want to open his eyes. So, when Ramji even came closer, he did not open his eyes. So, then what Ramji did is, from the heart, he took away the picture. So, the minute Ramji's photo, Ramji's Pratima or Ramji's Murti from his heart disappeared, he opened his eyes and there Ramji was standing in front. And then, very tactfully, he said, See, I am going that way only. And you want to go to Agastya Muni's ashram? I am not doing any favor to you, Ramji. Because I am going that way, I will take you also. Now, he wanted extra Ramji's company. He knew he could not enter Agastya Muni's ashram without Ramji. And he said, I am going that way. I will take you also. Come with me. So, just imagine. So, sages don't have to be boring. They're very fun-loving and cute. So this is Sutikshnamuni, and he is one of the greatest disciples of Sri Ram. And get Ramji with you does not mean you get Ramji with you. Ramji is already here discovering that Ram within you is getting Ramji with you. Where is the Lord? He is here only, right? He's always there. But what has happened to us? We are so deluded that we don't know that he is with us all the time. We are like that deer who's running around everywhere looking for Kasturi when Kasturi is in him. If only that realization happens, wouldn't the perspective of the world change, our perspective of the world? Everything will change because if that Ram is within me, that Ram is within you also. What happens then? Moha Brahm dissolves. Duality ends. Because there's no two. There's only one Ram. Maho's Ram. Is Ram Vishnu's avatar? Or is Ram greater than Vishnu? Or. This kind of a thing should not come in our mind because creation happened. Right? So Brahma, Vishnu, and Mahesh when we talked about creation in chapter 3, book 3, I send the details to you today. When we talked, we saw that Vishnu, Brahma and Mahesh all were created. So there was an existence before that also. Right? Something was there. What was it? That is that Satchit Anand Swarup, That is that bliss infinite which is present in all of us. Then how Ram? Because he realized that place. You realize that place, I'll say Kasturi. You realize that place, I'll say Prajakta. We get so mixed up in names and forms that we totally forget and then we divide ourselves nicely. We follow this, we follow that. And in our scriptures keep shouting, without Hari, you won't reach her, And without Shri Har, That is Shivji. You can't reach Hari. Where is the difference? Where is the bifurcation? Where is the duality? When our scriptures talk about no duality, how can we be so foolish to divide him in various sects? Not only do we divide our gods, we further divide within that of God also. We have Iskon, then we have Chinmavishan, then we have Satya Sai. No, no, I only go to that Guru then the purpose gets defied, right? The minute you start dividing, you can't expand and unite yourself. There's only one, right? So, this was about Sutikshna, And his journey is our journey. We all have to find Ram within. That's it. And that is all these scriptures are trying to tell us. And who is reading the Bhagavatam? Who is telling the story to whom? Shukh Devji is telling the story to Pariksit right and Shukh Devji is in the form of a he has a parrot face we say right now this parrot again has a beautiful story. Once Ramji was wandering around right in the again in the jungle and everywhere he's wandering around looking for Sita ji and Lakshman ji and there was a sabha of all the sages. So, Tulsidas ji was also there. And he was lean. He was deep in the thought of Shri Ram. And he was, न, he was making chandan. Patthar chandan And uh, Ramji went to everybody and he came to Tulsidas ji. And he said, Baba, chandan laga dije. And Tulsidas ji is busy, you know, making chandan. he said, aap kisi sadhu se Now Ramji again says, Baba, chandan lagwa dije, laga dije. Now again, Tulsi, Baba, aap kisi or se lagwa lije, aap lagwa lije, aage lagwa lije. He's not even looking up. Now at that time, who came? When you can't recognize the divine, who comes? What do you need to recognize the divine? There is one thing that you need to recognize the divine. What is it? What is it? To know Lord, suppose we are here and the Lord is there, you need something to recognize Him. Divinity within you. Divinity within you. But how do you recognize the divinity within you? If you look up. If you look up. But how do you look up? We don't look up. We don't look within. We look out. Why? So what makes us look within and look up? Uh, Maybe the... probably when you start... The desire or the jise, jise okay, jise. so usko what name will you give that Jigyasa? That is what you need. You need that. That is Bhakti. Spark. You need Bhakti. Without Bhakti, can you look up? You can look in? No, you look out. Right? We have a tendency to look out because we have been conditioned like that. We have been conditioned to look out only. We don't look in, we don't look up. We look out. And that is the way we are. We have been conditioned that way. We were not always like that. When a baby is born again, in Bhagavatam, in the initial chapters, when we're doing creation, we saw the process of the entire baby being born, right? And now we can see the stages as per science. But our Shastras told us all the stages even then, thousands and thousands of years back. What are the stages? And the baby would pray, Lord, please take me out of here this just once. I promise I'll never forget you. All I want to do is worship you. Just let me out of this place. And in the end, he gets scared also. He said, no, no, I don't want to go out. Why? Because the minute I go out, your Maya, it is your. Your Maya, she's so Prabhal. She will not let me look towards you. So now the soul wants to get out of there, but it does not want to come into the world. So it prays. And what is that? He is a Bhakt at that time. We are all born as bhaks. Nobody is not a bhakti, you know. Everybody is a devotee, everybody is a pure soul. Every human birth is because that human person must have done some bhakti. Otherwise, you cannot get a human form. But what happens? He gets deluded by Maya, and Maya in the form of parents and the outer world, which conditions the child to look away from the Lord. We condition our children. पहले में to so bhakti is <laughs> done when your body is <laughs> fit and right so bhakti and who is bhakti bhakti is Hanumanji, right? He is Bhakti. That is why we say, wherever the Katha starts, wherever Harinam starts, wherever the Grants are open, chi, Hanuman Saakshat, he comes and he sits and he narrates. It's nobody else who is talking. It is he who talks about the Lord. Only Bhakti can talk about the Lord. Nobody else can. So, now, Hanumanji saw poor Tulsi Baba. Such a big devotee. Ra, man he is not coming out of the trance. So what does he do? He takes the form of a parrot. He goes and sits on the tree. And then he tells Tulsi Baba, What are you Wo jo ja going, na wo Ram. Hai. Bulalo unko wapas. And then Tulsi Baba gets up. And he calls Ram and Lakshman back. And then he says, Tulsi Das chandan ghase tilak kare Ragubir." So we need this bhakti to recognize. So, this is so beautiful, and that is why Hanumanji is given a parampad because he is Bhakti personified, devotee beyond all devotees. That is Hanumanji. So, okay. So, now, why are we saying all this? Because we have reached almost the end of the sixth chapter. Right? Sixth book was about, it was about potion, right? and bhagavatam and any of our scriptures are not a random compilation of stories we have to understand it very very well if we don't then we are making a very big error we just read it as random compilation of compilation of stories we won't understand anything so the first book that we did this has around eight books in it so the first book that we did was adhikari skanda who is an adhikari of a granth not everybody can be adhikari of the granth you have to be an adhikari. Only then will this knowledge come to you. If you are not an adhikari, it will not come to you. No matter how hard you try, you will not be able to open a scripture or listen to it. Then is sadhana skand, right? The second book talked about what kind of a sadhana one should do. Because initially before starting the Granth, you have to understand whether you are an adhikari or not. And whether you will be able to do that kind of a sadhana or not. Then we started with creation. The third book was creation, right? How the creation happened, how the baby was formed in the womb, womb, how the entire creation is nothing but how a baby is being formed in the womb, womb, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is connected to the navel, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So Brahmaji Bikahasya. Vishnu ke Nabi right? So think about it. It's all it is that was a magnitude, like universe and then the galaxies, they are just a bigger version of ourselves. And our cells, nothing else. So everything is but a replica. So sarga. In the fourth book, after sarga, we did visarga. Right? Now this is a bigger (coughs) creation. Usme how did the species come in place? We talked about how the gunas. Everything is made up of three gunas, right? Rajas, tamas and sattva. And what? When it is all stable, there is nothing. When time disturbs the balance of rajas, tamas and sattva... Every different form comes in place. So then after that, visarga. After visarga, we did stithi. What is upholding the world? Hum kis What situation are we in externally? What situation are we in internally? What is our spiritual situation? What is the situation of the world? How is it being uphold? It is how is it being upheld? And we talked about stithi in great detail. And we talked about how we oscillate from stithi to stithi. Don't we? Don't we oscillate? Sometimes you are so divine and sometimes you are so brutal. The same person within an hour oscillates and the person who does not oscillate is a Divya Purush. He is stith in that Satchitanan Swaroop. We many times reach that Satchitanan Swaroop but we fall down. Right? We, our nature, our stithi, our situation, our Ability to be kind depends on the other person's ability to be kind to us. We are unable to maintain our nature. Now, sugar is able to maintain its nature. Karela is able to maintain its nature. We are not able to maintain our nature. And we think that we are superior beings. Right? So, that is tithi. So, once we talked about various tithis and how we oscillate, we oscillate between yugas also. Right now, as yesterday, Swamiji said... When the Katha is going on and the people are listening to the Katha, you are all in satyuk. There is no other option. You are in satyuk. But depending on what we are doing, depending on our state of mind, we oscillate from being in satyuk, Treta, Dwapar mm-hmm. and kalyuk. Depending on our state of mind and our situation, we oscillate from being Rajasik, Tamsik, Satvik and maybe gunatith also. Depending on our situation and state of mind, we oscillate so much. And the one who does not oscillate and becomes stith is a sith parush, is satchit anand. He is no different from the Lord because he is the wave who has recognized that I am the ocean. Is the wave and the ocean different? No. It is the same. And now to uphold, now this thithi is there. Now what we talked about all through chapter 6 was portion. Nourishment. Now just like a tree needs nourishment, a baby needs nourishment, we need nourishment, our stiti, the situation we hold needs nourishment, right? If we want to be in that Satchad Anand Swaroop, we need to nourish that situation. Isn't it? And in different details, there were different things we talked about. But the bottom line is, who nourishes the situation? Harinam. Harikatha. Right? Isn't it? That positive attitude, we have to nourish, right? It just does not happen. A lot of effort goes into it. Vigilance, ajatyam. that I remain in that satchadhanan I remain in that knowledge that I am satchadhanan, the other person is also satchadhanan. That requires nourishment, potion, so we have been talking about potion. So now the last few chapters of book 6 are going to continue with portion and then we will go into the next one is utis. What is it? That is what kind of different people with different desires exist and what causes those? We have talked about a state, we have talked about nourishing it and now we will talk about variety of different, different states. It is clearly mentioned over here which are the different desires that arise in people's mind. We are what are we are a sum total of our desires only, right? We are a sum total of our thoughts. We are nothing beyond that. When there are no thoughts, no desires, the game has been won. When you have positive desires, you are a sage. When you have no desires, you are God. We are a sum total of our desires. So now we'll talk about what different desires are there in the next session. But currently, we are still talking about potion. And there is no better potion than Harinam. Now, it just so happens that in Bhagavatam, they keep giving us family trees. right? We have covered a lot of family trees so far. And this one also will continue. We'll chalk. And every family tree is a continuation. You can actually link up every family. So this is why they say these are real stories. Because you can go and trace them back. From Manu down till us, they are traceable. And if we go to Haridwar and Rishikesh, there are pothas also, right? Where you open and then you can see. Trace your lineage back to what? Yes. They're still there. So that's why whenever somebody dies or you're going to do the cremation, you go and you make sure that you update that book. Most of the families do that. You update and your lineage will be there in that book. And you can trace it back to even Ram and and Krishna and all. You can trace it back. They have it. Big, Big books. Your gotra, your this and that. Everything is traceable. So it is not that they are randomly talking about in thin air. Se nikla nahi. So, so far, they were talking about the devas. So the initial few uh, paragraphs, they are describing about Aditi's children. Aditi and her children and the full lineage of Aditi. We have already talked about Aditi in the Previous family trees of about her sisters and their children. So over here, they are going to go further with it. But the main thing is, after this, they start talking about Diti. Now, Diti had only two children. Who were the two children? And they're going to talk about Diti's lineage also. Diti had two children, Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakaship, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And Diti was very very angry. Diti was so upset. By what was happening. Because Indra was instrumental in destroying Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu both. With the help of Sri Vishnu. And Diti was fuming. She was so (laughs) upset. She said there is no peace anywhere. He destroyed both my children. And I am going to be the cause of his destruction. Now what I want is revenge. And I am going to make sure. That I have a child. Who kills Indra. Who destroys Indra. I don't want Indra alive. Now this is a. Her half-son, right? Kashyap Muni is married to Diti also. He is married to Aditi also and other few sisters. So, Aditi's sons are the devas and Diti's sons are the demons, the rakshasas. Now, in demons also, there are various kinds of demons. Dityas, rakshasas, all these are different, different kinds. Danavas. So, it is not only one demon for us demons can be bifurcated into rakshasas and the uh, dityas and what Deityas and Danavs and there are some five six types of demons also so she is the mother of hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu and both are gone and now she is so upset and she desperately wants a child now who destroys indra that's a very <laughs> objective so what she does is she knows that kashyap muni is very powerful he can grant a boon but he would definitely, she asks directly that I want a child that destroys your other child. Will he say yes? He says, of course, no, not at all possible. What kind of a boon is that? But so she, what she did is she was very smart, very, very gently. She started maneuvering him. She started coaxing, you know, actually she's, she became very cunning in her behavior and she pretended to be very pious. And she started luring Kashyap Muni. She did a lot of seva, a lot of tap with him, with this objective <coughs> that when he gets pleased and he seeks, he asks, Ki, kya right? Yeah, I'm so happy with you. <coughs> Ask for a boon. I'm going to say, I want a child who kills Indra. So <coughs> years went by and she was totally devoted to her husband doing whatever he wanted doing all the sadhanas with him because Kashyap Muni was a great sage till one day Kashyap Muni became very very happy very pleased he said Titi you are so pious you deserve a boon you have helped me in all my sadhanas you have taken care of me so well when I was doing tapasya can you please tell me what can I grant you as a boon Now she said, yes, this is what I exactly wanted. She said, I want the boon of a child. And Kashyapuni looked at her and he was smiling. A child that kills Indra. Kashyapuni, was up? He said, really? You're asking for such a boon? It is all my fault. I got deluded. You know, my tapasya is not enough. You as Maya deluded me and I got deluded. And I'm going to fall down in the pits. But now that I've given my word, I can't say no. See, that is why you should never, never trust anybody. You should never trust Maya. You never know, right? When she gets the better of you. We feel that we have achieved. Many of the times we say, "Nay, nay, We are very good people. Our sadhana is over. My mind is so pure. That is exactly when the Maya will come and attack and say, "Acha." So you were saying, and then you'll realize, oh my god. So you feel that the sadhana ends, the sadhana never ends. You feel that there is enough of Hari Kirtan, Hari Kirtan never ends. The minute Hari Kirtan stops, Maya takes over, right? That is what when he was writing Mahabharata, he said, the minute you stop, I also disappear. So there is is there an end? There is no end. If you're seeking kiha, I will what how much sadhana is required so that I can achieve moksha, So one person went to the guru. She said, how many years of sadhana is required? She said, a certain number of years. He said, "Oh, that many years? She doubled it. She said, 8 years. Again, she said, that many years? She said, 12 years, 14 years, 16 years. The minute you asked and he became quiet. If you are in such a hurry, That means you're not enjoying the Harinam. So what's use is the sadhana for you. A person who starts enjoying the Harinam, he does not even want moksha. He's like, no, I don't want anything. Why do I want to merge into you? It is so nice taking your name. I'm happy. You can give me birth, after birth, after birth. The condition is I should be your devotee. And I should be serving your devotees. And this is what Bhagavatam again and again says, that the greatest of saints heaven is definitely a no no for all the saints you know when initially when i started my journey and they used to say no 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 hamari swarg tak nahi hai and i used to think all this while we have been taught if you do good you will go to heaven and these sages are saying hame swarg nahi chahiye who wants to go there we don't want to go there we are not doing all this for heaven then what are you doing it for each and every sage says heaven no heaven is something we don't want we want to go beyond we never knew there is something beyond heaven. And what is heaven? Heaven in human birth is better than being in heaven. Being a deva. Because in human birth you can earn punya. In the heavens, in Amravati, you just live on your punya. And once your punya are exhausted, you are not asked to leave politely. You are literally kicked out. Be it Indra or anybody, you are literally kicked out or thrown down from heaven and then when you are born again you are born in a yoni lower than the human yoni so who wants to go to heaven the sages say we don't want to go to heaven please keep it for us heaven is not what we are doing all this for so now Kashyap Muni is very upset but he said okay now that you have asked for this boon I will give you this boon but then he is also very, very calculated, right? So he chose his words very carefully and the boon was also structured very possibly, positively. He said that if you are able to do this entire prayer, entire year's sadhana without getting diverted, without getting deluded, without breaking any of the rules, will you have a son who will be successful in killing Indra? But... If you break even a single vow... If you fail even a single... If you make a mistake even one day... Of these 365 days... Your son... Will become a Bhakt of Indra... He will serve Indra... So she said... No, no, no... It is alright... You tell me what has to be done... I will do it very well... And you can tell me what things can be avoided also... So that you know... I don't fall into that pit... Because that is all that I want... And this prayer is known as, it is a very, I don't know whether you know this prayer, it's the Pumsavana. You know this, Pumsavana is normally suggested to a a woman when she wants to have a child. So this prayer was suggested and he gave her a list of things which should not be done. And it was so difficult that she was bound to break it somewhere. Where is it? She said a woman observing this vow must not injure much less kill anyone of the multitudes of living beings. Anybody. You cannot kill anybody. We think that killing anything is okay. No. Because if we, I am Satchitanan Swaroop. You are Satchitanan Every living thing is also Satchitanan Swarup, Right? So killing of any form is not allowed by our Shastras. Right? So and uh, any living being, nor curse anyone, nor should she tell a lie. Now, cursing somebody, you know, when you get upset and you just curse, no, your vow is broken. You cannot lie. Our shastras are very, very particular about truth. They say no matter what, no matter what the condition, you don't lie. And they hold on to it. We might say, no, a lie is a lie, full stop, there is no gray area over there. You are not supposed to lie, and then she says she must not pare her nails. Okay, cut the hair on her person, nor should she touch that which is impure. And this list goes on. She should wear pure clothes. She should not take a dip into the river. How she should drink the water. She is not allowed to drink like this, you know. And uh, when she is sleeping, when you are going out, these things are something that we should naturally follow. And many of our old people, they'll say, "Na, khana khaya karo, right?" Don't they say? So then, kanaka kehse bharajado rinse your mouth and go out. Wash your hands and go out. When you're sleeping, wash your feet. Cleanse yourself and then sleep. So all these things were mentioned in great detail to her. So not only purity from the body perspective, but purity from the mind perspective also. And okay, so when what whose what foods you should eat, what food you should not eat? A full detail was given to her and Isha, don't worry. I'll be very alert. I'll follow everything. And I'm sure I'll have a son who will destroy Indra. Now, Muni was a very, very, very disheartened. So, he said, okay. And he went away. Now, Indraji, Indra is all-knowing. He, find, he found out that there is a strategy. This mother, Diti, is trying to have a child who's going to kill me. So, what did Indra do? He did not sit in Amravati. He came down. He came right next to Diti. He disguised himself. And he started serving her. He would do all the work for her. He would get flowers. He would get uh, the Nivedyam. He would go get water. He would fetch everything, make her beds. He served her so, so well. He tried to make it as easy as possible for her. Not for her to achieve the boon. But he wanted to shadow her around so that he knows exactly when she makes a mistake. The minute she makes a mistake, he will know that this is the weak point and there, I'll destroy the child itself. Because till she makes a mistake, I cannot do anything. That's a bone. So she, he shadowed her around. So that is what, our Indriyas you think are okay, our Indriyas are in control and they are doing what you want them to do. No, they are shadowing you around nicely, just looking for the time when you become weak. And then they take over again. So she, he is moving around and one day just so happened after 10 months, 9 months of tapas, she became very tired. And what did she do? She that day forgot to rinse her mouth. There was food grain in her mouth. She forgot to wash her feet and she forgot to, you know, cleanse herself and she just fell asleep. Indra said, yes, this is what I was waiting for. He entered her womb. When he entered the womb, he saw the child. And Indra, the child looked at Indra and Indra suddenly felt an attachment to that baby because for all practical purposes this child was <coughs> his half brother. But he said no. So you know what Indra did? He cut the child into seven pieces, but you know what happened? Those seven pieces became yet seven children in the womb <coughs> and Indra was like, how come? And this these seven children started crying. He said, why are you attacking us? What have we done to you? Why do you want to destroy us? Indra was very compassionate. He said, no, 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 don't cry. It's all right. Don't worry. Everything will be okay. Please don't cry. He was talking to them with so much love and affection, but he knew he had to destroy them because otherwise he would be destroyed himself. So he further cut those seven pieces into seven, seven, seven each. So it becomes 49, right? But what happened? There were 49 children. None of them injured. And then by this time, Diti got up. Diti got up, and what did she see? She was like, My God, I have 50 children? And she looked at Indra. She said, What are you doing here? No, he, Indra was, he joined his hands, he looked at Diti, he said, Ma, actually, I knew, I found out about your work. I knew you are playing to Lord Vishnu. I knew that you wanted a child to kill me. And so when there was a lapse in your sadhana, I entered your womb. And this is what I tried to do. I tried to destroy them. But I couldn't. How can anybody destroy what is being protected by the Lord? Now Parikshit was shocked. Is it really? Parikshit said, how is it possible? Now Shukdevji said, Parikshit. Out of all these people you are asking this question, have you forgotten what had happened to you? What had happened to Parikshit? Whose womb was he in? Uttara's womb. And who tried to attack? Ashwatthama. What did he say? The Vajra. And who protected him? Shri Krishna. Shri Krishna entered the womb and protected Parikshit himself. And this time when Parikshit has only seven days to live, this is how we started, right? Parikshit has only seven days to live. And he is saying, I, I, and he was able to drop everything and go. He found Shukdevji, he went to all the munis, nobody knew what to do, old sages, you know, great sages. And then when Shukdevji walked in, he himself took the asana, he said, I'll tell you. And when Shukdevji started, what were the two questions he asked? How should I die? Right? And to die like that, how should I live? How should I live? He had already lived that way. Seven days. Nahi hota hai. For us, he was asking this question. We feel that death is inevitable. It will catch us, you know, without our knowing. But that is not true. We have full control on our death. As to when we want to leave our body is in our control. But we do not know how to die, right? Because we have not lived like that. We say just live and enjoy, no. Ever since you are born, you are living to die only. That is the only reality. Everybody is moving towards his death. But nobody wants to learn how to die. They are intimidated. In the beginning, we don't even tell our children that you will die. For a long time, they think they are eternal. And that is why their behavior is such. If they had known that they have limited time, they would have made such good use of their own time. But we don't want to tell them. Oh, no, no. death, no. kai, no. kuch, no. Don't talk about it. So this Granth, the entire Granth is only about death. It is saying how to die, how should I die, and to die like that, how should I live? So at that time, for Parikshit, Shukdevji said, "For you, Krishna came to protect you, and now you are doubting that this diti mother has been praying for a year to the Lord. You think He would not come and protect these the baby in the womb? How can you ask such a question?" Varekshita said, yes, yes, that is true. I I am a witness. It has happened to me. So then Diti looks at him. And now Diti, how did she start the prayer? She started the prayer with a lot of vengeance, right? Her only objective was to Mm -hmm. kill him. But now almost towards the end of a year of taking Harinam and doing all the sadhana, her anger, her vengeance, everything had gone away. She actually did not want to kill Indra anymore. And then Indra said, see, I have been born through you now. Now I am your son, so please don't get angry and your children are safe. So <laughs> Diti said, Okay, all this is done. So you have told me the truth of all what has happened. Now what? Now what will happen? You can take them. It's okay, they'll serve you. Now she had become so calm, so pacified, she was not even angry. And Indra said, Okay, I'll take them. They will be known as the 49 maruts the 49 wind gods now parikshit again gods how can they be gods now diti is the mother of demons right dityas mm. demons mm. now if the 49 maruts right we god of wind we say now 49 maruts and we pray to them as devas how can she give birth to gods she is the mother of dityas now again Shukdevji said kya parikshit ji What a question. How can you ask such a question? Isn't it common sense? Isn't it something that we all know? Don't we all know? Tell me, how? When she she is the mother of the Detyas, she is the mother mother of Hiranyakasha, Hiranyakashipu, the entire agenda was to kill Indra. She did a year of Tapasya. The children are born, okay? They are protected by the Lord, right? How can they be devas? How is it possible? So the Prabhu Krapa, the moment you start believing in him, all your past goes back, right? Okay. So, but then they did not believe, no? They were, so okay. They were supposed to be born as demons. What happened? Why this change? Mother transformed us. Yes. That is the power of a mother. Exactly that. Just because of her sadhana. That is why we feel that everything is andhavishwas, mithya. No, it is not. How you nurture, so your offspring will be. Definitely, we'll say he has his own prarabdha, he has his own vasanas. But there are certain controllable elements in your hand also. That is why being a mother is so divine it is such an important job and we have to ask ourselves when you know that is why there are so many sanskars right garbhdharan karte hai tab ek sanskar hota hai there are some 16 sanskars out of which what what sanskar mostly we follow is maybe some few people must be following a few but most of only one sanskar we follow is the married sanskar follow, Even marriage should not happen before all the other sanskars are done because if marriage happens without all the sanskars, your offspring won't be of that sort. It is all... When we can think of all these things when we are nurturing plants or animals, why not us? How are we any different? Are we different? No. We are different? No. It is creation. Everything is created like that. How much of a sadhana has gone before during and after the birth of your child and so the sanskars of your child and then we'll say no no but it is prarabdha and it's predetermined bhai if your you are so pure a pure soul will only come na he has his prarabdha he has he has a journey everybody is independent right every individual every soul is independent he is born through me. That does not mean he is my child. His journey is independent. My journey is independent. This environment was conducive. So he is born through me. He needed this environment. That's all. But we think no. We. No. So if we say Ki everybody has his own prarabh. Of course everybody has his own prarabh. If you have done all your sadhana properly. Your womb is clean. When you are taking care of. Before that also the pure child will come. right? Pure soul will come. Because your vatavaran is like that. And then you can further nurture that soul. So at that time, she was totally devoted to Lord. All she was doing was purity outside, purity inside, not lying, not being cruel. When she was eating also, you know, she was very cautious about the kind of food. Who was feeding her? When, who, who was touching her, who was not touching her, where was she sleeping, how was she getting up, how was she taking a bath, when we are expecting also, we are told a lot of things, don't do that, don't do this, don't sit like that, don't sit like that, we say, what nonsense. It's not nonsense, it's all science. Unfortunately, we do not know and we do not pass on this knowledge also. Now, maybe for us, it's too late because our children are born now. What about their children? If we have this knowledge, we can save the next generation. Can't we? And so, instead of demons, Devas were born. And now we worship those 49 Maruts. Don't we? The wind gods, we say, right? Wind gods. The 49 wind gods. And Indra, the 50th child of Diti. This is the story of the birth of the Maruts. The children of Diti were Devas. What are we taking away from this? One thing which I'd like to emphasize over here is that anything that we do should not be mindless when we are eating, the rinsing of our mouth. Everything has to be meticulous. We cannot live our life mindlessly. There are rules that we need to follow. All this while we used to think our shastras have no rules. Our shastras have very much detailed, defined rules of how an ideal life should be. If you're a grihasth, this should be your life. If you're a sannyasi, this should be your life. If you're a brahmachari, this should be your life. If you're a manapras, this should be your life. If you're a grihasth, this is your five responsibilities. Whom all you should serve. Where should your income go? How much should it be divided into? We say we don't open them. We put them in an orange cloth. We do matha every, you know, every morning we'll do aarti of the kitab and we'll say there are no rules specified in our religion. We, care, we, are wary, we can do whatever we want, you see. And then whatever we want, we do. And then whatever we has to happen, happens. And then we complain. The world is becoming so, what? Gruesome and what do we say? Horrible and it's not safe anywhere. You have created this world. You are the creator. We are all creators of the world we live in. Mindlessly, if you do something, the results will be mindless. If thoughtfully you're creating, the results will be beautiful. How thoughtful are we in creating life? Just imagine. How careful are we? How prepared are we? Sages keep saying repeatedly, Janini jane to shur jan, ya data ya veer. Shur data ya veer. Janani to jan ya ya veer, to janani Kae If you are unable to give birth to a Shur, Veer or Data, Dani or a Bhakt, don't have a child. The population is exploding any which ways. Leave it. And what happens when you have a child? You are, your body is actually deteriorating, right? You are giving a part of your body. You are actually killing yourself to give birth. So what's the point if you are not able to give that kind of a birth? Leave it. Why waste yourself? No. So these, they keep saying, What's the use? We don't need any more people. Population increment in the world. If you are able to contribute to the population, to the world, with somebody worth being there, then do. Otherwise, enjoy your life. Don't multiply to the misery. Don't add to the misery. So see, her tapas, although her journey started very negatively, right? Very tamasik kind of a bhakti it was, right? We have done four types of bhakti, right? Sattvic, rajasik, Tamasic, and then there's this gunatit bhakti. Her bhakti was tamasic. It was vengeful. She just wanted revenge. She wanted to show down Indra. And she prayed to Lord for that. But no matter how you start your bhakti, it could be rajasik bhakti where you want wealth and you pray to Lord. Sattvic bhakti, okay, where you really want the Lord. And gunatid bhakti is where you don't want anything. You just pray to Lord because you love praying to the Lord. So wherever you start, it is going to become gunatid bhakti. This is what it is showing, isn't it? What else are we taking away from today? Hmm? It's the power of uh, bhakti to transform anything, however evil, evil it is, still to mm-hmm. convert it into a positive being. Yes, Prabhu. what else are we taking away today? What mm-hmm. else? What else?
0: So I feel we have to work towards, you know, going to the.
1: Not for those uh, desires, but uh, loving the Lord. Yes, that is portion, that. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, no matter how much negativity we have, it's okay. Yeah. We don't have to say, Ki, jab ho Many people say, I'm so negative, how can I worship the Lord? It's like a catch-22, right? If you don't start worshiping the Lord, how will you become positive? and you keep waiting to become positive, then kaise And it is like, you know, we should never have that ego ki, ha, because we are worshipping the Lord, we are pure. For all you know, the other person does not need to. He is already beyond that stage. Yes. So don't judge. Yeah. It, I think it should be an individual. It individual. is an individual's journey. It is our journey. Yeah. And this is what potion is all about. If you do potion, you have to do that portion of that stiti. Yeah. Even the potion of the baby... All these things with Harinam, it is the greatest portion. Even a Ditya can become a Deva. Nine months Ditya can become a Deva. Such is the power. But do we exercise that power? Living mindfully, when he laid down all the rules for her, she had to be very alert. Yeah. Right? We are never alert. We are so liberal with ourselves. We do whatever we want, whenever we want. Do we have some things, some principles in place we don't? And even if we have principles in place, if it benefits us, we'll break those principles. She was highly conscious of what she wanted. She was very conscious. What she wanted. So imagine she knew what effort will it take to have a child that can kill Indra. Yes. Uh, subconsciously, she was ready to transform herself. Yes, she was ready, and she knew that's mm-hmm. not going to be easy, as you said. Yeah. And if you read on, I'll just take a picture and send it to you. Even she is not allowed to step out, you know, after dusk. How her hair are supposed to be, mm-hmm. that is mentioned. When the food which is being offered to her, and if the food is uh, up, like we. Many a times there is an, one more thing which has been covered. We will take. I will just take it before I forget. Later on, Parikshit understood the importance. And then he asked. What? How should we do the fast? This fast called? Pum Pumsavana. Pumsavana. How should we do this fast? Can you tell us the vidhi to us? So the last chapter is the vidhi to this fast. Anybody can do this fast. So what is the vidhi? And when he is describing the Vidhi, how a woman should undertake this fast, she, he has mentioned very beautifully that she should serve her <coughs> husband also. Right? Nowadays, we get very offended the minute somebody says, Pati Parmeshwar hai, unki seva karni chahiye. No, what nonsense. But Shastra always say, aapki patni bhi devi hai. Uski hai. So They are not biased. We do not want to accept. Why can't a pati be parmeshwar? How can he not be parmeshwar? He also has ached anand in him. When you serve, when we look at our child and we serve the child, knowing that he is Lord, the service is different. When we take care of the child, knowing that he is my child, then it does not. it it See, the attitude matters. When you look at your child, I Then you are getting, again and again, you're getting more karmas. You're incurring more karmas. But when you look at the child and see Prabhu hai, my pati Prabhu hai, my mother Prabhu hai, and then you serve them. Won't your service be beautiful also? What kind of, how will you serve the Lord? Suppose your child is the Lord. How will you serve him? How will you cook for him? How will you take care of him? How will you cajole him? How will you feel so happy? So, do you become a lesser mother if you start seeing God in everybody? You become a better mother. Do you become a horrible wife if you start seeing God in everybody? Or your husband? You become a better wife. My husband is God. And how much love will you shower on him? It won't be attachment anymore. It won't be expectations from him anymore. It would be pure love. So, why is there a problem... In walking in the path of spirituality. When it just increases our love quotient. It does not make us all dry and boring. It makes you all loving. A person who is spiritual. No matter where he goes. He will attract attention. Because there is love in his heart for everybody. And a person who is not spiritual. Might be the best possible. Most attractive person. But there won't be any attention there. So is it the outer appearance. Or the condition of your heart. So when he said this vrat can be done, so he says, serve your family. Everything starts at home. We think, yes, we'll go out, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll ignore the family. Our scriptures never say, please don't ignore your family. The first thing they say is, please serve your husband very, very well. Pati Parameshwar hai, patni devi hai. And when you're doing the puja, they keep giving the vidhi that you all you have to do all this, and then they stop in the middle and then say when you are having that time of the cycle, when you are menstruating, your husband should pitch in and do all that you are doing, because now it's a beautiful thing that a husband and wife, if they do it together, the wife's tap will benefit the husband and the husband's tap will benefit the wife. So beautifully said. So, whenever you can't do it, your husband should pitch in and do everything that you are doing. Serve you as you were serving him for that period. So, usme you stop. Whenever we say, na, bhai, oh, I'm having period, so I won't fast. You have to stop fasting. Mostly, I don't stop fasting. But suppose you want to stop fasting, you ask your husband to fast. fast nahi kar sakti, tum karo. Why not? You are in this journey together, right? So, his fasting will benefit you. But what we do is we conveniently stop. Because we think there is nobody else. But there is no two, no? Everybody is connected. Everybody is one. So you fast or he fast is the same thing. Ultimately. But we don't do that. So when he says you you have to do this prayer together. You have to do everything as a woman. You are serving and all. The minute you can't do it. You are physically unable to do it. Or you have your menstruation. Just stop. And he will do everything that you were doing for you. That way is your prayer, because it's a year-long prayer, right? It won't break. And together you will be able to benefit each other. So two things that came to my notice in this was, that when as per our shastras, no matter what we say and no matter what I may believe, when you're mensurating, you are not allowed to do a certain things. That kind of a decorum is mentioned in the shastras you know, whatever is there in the Shastras. Second, the Shastras are not taking you away from your family life. Everything starts at home. What they are trying to do is change your vision. That's it. Ye mera hai. Yeh mera hai. ye Prabhu hai. Prabhu bhi mera hai mera Seeing somebody in the body form and seeing somebody in the soul form is very different. What else are we taking away? So this is, these are two very important points which actually got me thinking. And therefore, in this event, wife being unfit due to illness or menstruation, the husband should do all this with a concentrated mind. A man observing this vow, sacred to Lord Vishnu, should not break it under any circumstances whatsoever. Many a times when we are fasting, I have heard people saying, Oh, you are fasting... What if you get your periods? Now there is an alternative mentioned in the Shastra. Suppose you can't do that that time. You ask your husband to fast instead of you. Why not? So thus observing strict discipline one should worship every day with devotion the Brahmanas as well as the woman whose husband again the Vidhi is given. So there is no reason for any break in our sadhana. They have always given us options. We are never tied and trapped. And in our shastras, there is no inequality. Just imagine, everybody is given the same. So, where is the question of inequality in our shastras? Because they see everybody as a soul. When everybody as a soul is a soul, there is no gender. When there is no gender, there is no question of inequality. This is our scripture. When there is no Everybody is a soul. There is no inequality. There is no question of caste system. We oscillate. You know our shastras say. That we oscillate. In all the four varnas also. From being a shudra. To being a kshatriya. To being a brahmin. To being a vashya. We oscillate. Depending on our state of mind and action. So where is there... Bifurcation by people. So, this is the power of potion, the power of a mother, the power of nurturing that soul long before when the soul has come and after. We have a great responsibility as a mother. It is more than a full time job. Are we fulfilling it? We think, I have to na. I have free time. Free time, this is my individual identity. It is my own time. Because in Shastras, there is no mine and thine also, right? Because of us, you know, we say this is me, mine. In Shastras, they say dissolve. Ultimately, where, where do we have to reach? After a few uh, chapters, we'll reach ashray. It's total surrender. So we are journeying till that. So individuality, question. Mind, me, my time, ka to question It is all one. Deep thought. It's quite difficult to reach to that stage. Yes, yes. She said no. She knew it is not easy. But she knew what she wanted to do. And she walked towards it. When you truly aspire, trust me, the universe conspires. There is no other way. The Swamiji, I'll just take five more minutes. The Swamiji, I have no connection with. That day I was having a terrible headache. Just Sunday I came back after a three weeks rough patch. I came back, just trying to get everything organized. I was just lying down. I told Shivan, just come back with your coach. I can't step out of the house today. My head is splitting. Gauri is sleeping. He said, I don't care. Even if you come late, you come and fetch me. I'll wait for you. And by chance, the coach had already left early that day. He never does that. He leaves after the children leave. So I got up. I got Gauri. I rushed. I fetched him. And I rushed back. And when I came back, I saw this bright orange sitting right where I wait for Gauri. On the steps, you know. He's sitting. And I was like, what is a bright orange on in the month of Ramadan doing so openly in Dubai? It never happens. Yes, that is the bright orange which has been roaming around greens these days. Oh, yes. So, he was sitting right there in front of my building and I told Shivin, and Gauri calls them uh, Mataji. For her, her, everybody is Mataji. Yellow, orange robe is Mataji. So, she said, oh, there is a male Mataji. <laughs> so, that is what she says, Mataji. There is a mummy, there is a male Mataji. Shivin got down, he rushed and we touched his feet. And uh, I said, Swamiji. And when you see a sage, yeah. what do you do? Impulsively, you'll say, Ghara Because mostly they don't come to your house. Mm-hmm. I said, Aap He looked at me. He said, Janna pecha? I said, Ka like, He looked at me and he said, Aapke pati ghar pe. Bula, Aa bula He goes to Garud nowadays. Mm-hmm. So we came up. He came. And the minute he walked in, oh. He, said, ji, ye ka ghar hai. he walked in and he sat down in the mandir. He said, I the mandir. to the And he sat down and I called Nirmal. He said, I am in Garud, I cannot come back before 45 minutes. I said, You just leave. And he sat down, he started talking. And within 22 minutes, Nirmal was in the house. 22 minutes from Garud. 22 minutes he called me again I thought he must be somewhere he said I am and he was here and we started talking to him and we don't know which samprada. we don't know what sage we don't know anything about him we just know that he is a sage and this is what you do when you see a sage and we sat down and that we did our Guru Dakshina and he went he messaged next day he said I will do three satsang at night Nirmal mm-hmm. yes. said next day Sunday I'll come to your house and I'll start doing satsang in yours Nirmal we'll said immediately if he wants to do you cannot say no the, hai, house is ready house is open come so is it that you plan it for yourself no you realize that you have no control you're just a puppet in the Lord's hand probably you're aspiring for something and the universe is just making it happen mm-hmm. for you and when we look at our sages talk, we realize that for them there is no bed, bow in caste also. Because he started interacting with us, he started coming. After two three days, he said, "To Nirmal, Janehu <coughs> daran kara hai kya?" "Bula, ma to veshy ho. Hamare yaha pe to pratha hi nahi hai. <coughs> Janehu, <coughs> jo Brahmin dharan. karte. <coughs> Bula, kisne bola tum Janehu dharan nahi karte?" Next day he came with a janehu, tum kar lena, utke, puja karke. Tum brahman hi ho. Tuma, tum brahman hi ho. And then, if you go into the depth, every, even if you take caste system, every caste has to dharan janehu. <coughs> there is different age limit. And beyond that also, your charitra decides whether you can have a janehu or not. Because janehu mein, there are certain rituals. When you are already doing it, why can't you dharan a janehu? So, we say that our, our sages are closed. Who said they are closed? We are because we don't have enough knowledge. We say that this kind of a rituals should be followed. He said, Kuchne, Hari Naam lena, sube puja karna, janehu dharan kar lena. <coughs> oh, there is no gaja bhaja around it. We want to do all the gaja bhaja around the janehu ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This time. It is the we marriage. want to do it. It is like a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Same marriage. Yes. <laughs> what was the gaja bhaja? Silently. You are Brahmin. Brahmin. You Brahmin. Who can stop you? After wearing that, then the next day, so wo, wo, jo oh. karna hai, Nahi karte. To he said, Tum to Brahmin. Tum and the name, then my mother-in-law said, na Then Nana had a jane. See, we do not know. We don't know. The problem is we don't want to know. But... Uh, and it's not being passed on to us, probably because of whatever reasons. It's because not... we did not, we were not alert enough to pass it on in the right manner. So now it is so deluded. Yeah. We don't know. And then he said, this, this, this is the age <coughs> limit. So for Shivain, 17-18 years, you should go to Then Shivain said, when Samarth can do dharan, why can't I kar sakta hai, his friend is going through that, he's a Brahmin, going through that by birth. Uh, not for as per Shastras, as per how we say nowadays that he's a Brahmin. So he said, ki, uska jab invitation hai, to, why do I have to wait another six years? So again <laughs> we were sitting. So we asked him. He said, He wrote in the Shastra, this is Manusmriti. Hai. Right? So uh-huh. Manusmriti is written like hai. but why do you not you do There is nothing... There is no rigidity in our saints' mind. The rigidity is in our minds. Adbhari you know, half knowledge is more dangerous yeah, than full yes. if Then, no knowledge. We are all those Adbhari Ghagri without any knowledge. And a person who has full knowledge is so liberal and so flexible. While doing the Katha, suddenly the Azan Shurui will okay, last prayer. He What so who is at fault? Our shastras are at fault? No. Our sadhus are at fault? No. We are at fault. We are mad. You know, half mad is more dangerous than a full mad person. We are those half mad people. Lunatics of the greatest order. And then we say, why do people look down at Hinduism? Because of us. <laughs> we are unable to explain anything. Anybody who listens to what we are saying will say, my God, this is such a rubbish kind of a religion. I think even in the Bhagavad Gita it is said, right, that all religions are, uh, you know, same Yes. Thing. So? we are never preaches about religion. Nothing at all. It's a way of life. All our scriptures are way of life. But I have but I, never read Bhagavad Gita, but I have just heard that Quran, Bhagavad Gita, all this. It is an interpretation. Ha, they just mention that there is only one God, and yeah. uh, there is no such, like, you know, yeah, probably yes. no religion as such. There is only one. Yeah. But what happens when somebody asks, Hindus have how many gods? We have so many crores of gods. Yeah. We are unable to tell them that what is problem? Nahi it's your wish. Yeah. Ultimately, there is only one. We are all Prabhu only. Na? We are different, different kṛtiyas. But that is our knowledge. We don't even want to know. The problem is we don't want to
0: know.
1: Yeah. That's right. Half knowledge is really... So this is potion. And in the end, what is the benefit of the potion called Harinam? Potion called Harinam can change a de- detya in your garb to deva. So, so much... Of emphasis again and again is given on a woman. We say that this is a Vishnu Granth, Devi Granth, Alagote. No, again and again they are saying Devi, Devi, Devi. You have the entire control. Be vigilant of what you are doing. You are shaping the world. You are creating the world. Purush never creates the world, right? Mm-hmm. This is the Prakriti. We are prakriti. We are creating. That is why we say Sannyas can break all bonds. But one bond that even a sannyasi cannot break is his bond with his mother. And the first bond that a wife tries to break is the bond with his mother only. We get so upset. Why? Even sannyas can't break that bond. That relationship is divine. Who can replace that relationship? She has given you the manushtan. Nartan unne diya hai What more? Could she do for you? If she's done, done nothing at all, she's given you the human body think. So over here Diti's children who were to be dev- Detyas became Devas and we worship them as the 49 wind gods. This is the birth of them. Any questions, any doubts, anything else?